0: Welcome back to another episode of Stories from a Mountain Town. This is your host, Tyler, and today with me, we have a very special guest that I did not expect to have on the on the show. Um, today with me is Riley Tufty. Riley, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course.
0: Um, Riley, can you tell the nice people uh, who you are and what you do and... Um, and I guess like why we even know how we even know each other.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um <laughs> I'll fix that. Take take it, take the headset off. Okay.
0: We got technical difficulties already. We're seven seconds in.
1: Yep. No, yeah, I'm uh Riley Tufty. I grew up in uh Blaine, Minnesota. Um grew up playing hockey and uh my hatreds towards uh Centennial <laughs> where Tyler is from still <laughs> continues. <laughs> um beating up on those guys every uh every year but um
0: yeah because you're how old are you 22 years old and my brother is he's 23 23?
1: 24 23 he's three he's a year years older he's than me three. yeah
0: so you played yep. him yeah all through high school
1: yep played against ryan all did through high school did you ever get any school? good hits on him uh <laughs> i don't know i can't remember he <laughs> probably had a couple against me though
0: i don't know about that he wasn't he was like the uh like the, uh, the power
1: play specialist, or
0: he's more. I I mean, I don't know, don't know a lot about hockey yeah. positions, but he was more of like the defensive defenseman. Yep. Kind of uh, stay at home defenseman. Ga- yeah, game manager type guy. Yep. He wasn't gonna really. I mean, he scored maybe a, f- a few goals through yep. his career, but was just like had an insane plus minus, and like if he w- if he was the only one on a two on one, like he was shutting that shit down. Yep. So he was, no. he was that kind of player. Yeah, absolutely. And was just super smart, like knew where to be, when to be there. Yep. Didn't, you know, didn't, yeah, didn't ever fuck up. Yep. That kind of player.
1: For sure. Yeah. But yeah.
0: And um, so the reason, we, the way we know each other is you're dating Morgan Rosemark, yep. who is the sister of Taylor Rosemark, who is my girlfriend, Taylor's best friend.
1: Yeah. Um, And... And now you're friends with Taylor's boyfriend.
0: Yeah. And now... Sadly, sadly, I have to be friends with Taylor's boyfriend Tim, and he's been <laughs> on here too. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, he's here, and uh, he told me he was coming out here, so I said I have some time off too, so I want to make the trek out here, and uh, I've enjoyed my time so far. It's been awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he t- we were at that wedding last weekend. He was like, "Hey, like, could uh, could I could come out like?" Uh, but in September, I was like, um, "Yeah, probably." I mean, my mom's coming out, so let me see what dates that is. Yeah. But he, anytime outside of that. And then he's like, all right, cool. And I gave him those. And then he was like, all right, Riley and I are coming out. We just booked <laughs> the tickets. And I was like, oh, cool. So uh, he didn't ask you. <laughs> well, that part, yeah, he asked, like, could he come out? But okay. then he was just like, all right, Riley and I booked it. And I was like, cool. Which is how it works out here. Because, yeah. like, I'm always open to guests coming out. yeah, As long as it doesn't line up with, like, other guests that I need to yeah,
1: for sure. have on their own. How was it, it having guests out here, at, you know, all throughout the year? Like, how is you know, how do you manage that? How is your girlfriend manage that? How do the dogs manage that? Is it, is it's, it nice or is it, fr- you know, it gets old?
0: I, I obviously love seeing everybody that comes here and I'm yep. very grateful that they want to come see me here. Um, when anybody that's in my family, uh, my on my dad's side comes out. It's a lot less pressure because they've been here a, a ton of times. Like, you know, they almost know it almost as much as I do. Yep. So I don't have to like be a tour guide for them. For sure, and and now with Tim coming out, and he knows his way around a little bit now too. So like I don't have to be like a tour guide. Mm-hmm. It's the guests where I have to be a tour guide, yeah. which I d- just has a little bit more pressure behind it. Yeah, you always
1: um, need to be doing something. And, yeah, and yeah. making
0: sure that I'm getting them to see all the stuff. Yeah, the, the Jackson stuff. That's kind of the key, the key parts of being here. Yeah. Um, so those happen regularly, and now that I've been here for over a year, a year and a half. Most of the people that would come here have, yeah. So I've kind of been through that first wave of getting everybody to see the, the stuff for sure. And now it'll be everyone's, um, you know, Tim's second time, or actually Tim's third time. Yep. Um, you know, my family's here all the time. My, my my mom is coming next week, so it'll be her her and my stepdad's second time out here. Nice. So kind of like getting now we can get into some of the deeper stuff of Jackson that like I know and Absolutely. appreciate as a local, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't really. You know, it's just it's a little bit deeper than your first time here. For sure.
1: But yeah. Awesome. Um yeah, tell the people what uh you what we've done out here. Yeah, we've uh, we've done a lot. Uh we've done a bit of hiking. Uh we went golfing. Um we hiked Ski Lake. Ski is what it was called, right? Yeah. the Ski, Ski Lake hike little... is
0: up on the on Teton Pass.
1: Yep. Very gorgeous. Um you know, it's uh it's funny because i do a lot of training for hockey and uh (laughs) when we're hiking up the mountain you know i was kind of feeling that same you know intense training which i wasn't expecting because all you're doing is walking you know basically uphill but you can't it's uh it's you know it's it's a good workout really good workout and um you know i'm happy that we we got to do that and um you know, see see that lake and, and do that hike and saw some cool animals, saw some big bulls and
0: Yeah, did you wait, you, did you say uh that you still play hockey and who you play for? Uh no I didn't. Tell them tell the folks. So about I that.
1: play professional hockey. I was drafted back in two thousand sixteen out of high school by the Dallas Stars and um now I'm playing – I played three years at University of Minnesota Duluth. Um, Went to
0: the national championship all yeah, three years? Went to the
1: national championship all three years and won two national championships. One, two of them, yeah. Back-to-back yeah, back. and um, signed with Dallas after my th- – third year at duluth university of minnesota duluth and now just played my first year professional in their minor league system in austin texas so
0: yeah is it what's the name of the team in austin uh texas stars the texas stars yeah right out in austin texas yeah awesome um we talked about this the other day but i just i can't imagine the insanity of the parties and the celebration uh at umd after winning a hockey national championship yeah Yeah. because like minnesota is the hockey state Mm -hmm. and as far as hockey schools go like umd is probably you know top two if not number one yeah i mean the u of m has had incredible success they're a bigger school so they might get number one Mm -hmm. but umd is that close just as close Mm -hmm. in maybe even a deeper hockey town yeah in, in duluth and being in northern minnesota like Everyone outside of Duluth, they're just insane hockey players. Yep. You know, the Iron Range, all those spots. So explain, like, what it was like winning a national championship yeah. at a, in an area that is just insane about that sport.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll start with my first one in uh, my freshman <laughs> year in Chicago. You don't
0: hear that sentence a lot. Uh, Let me start with my first national championship.
1: Yeah. Well, the first one I went to, the, not the one that I won, though, um, was in Chicago. Um, played at the Blackhawks Arena sick um we lost in the national championship game to um denver that year and denver kind of had our number that year um you know i think we beat them beat them once and they beat us like three times but um you know they were a great team too um a lot of big names on that team and um yeah just crazy um you know losing that national championship game and then going into the next season you know thinking how hard it was to get to that national championship game and um you know just just crazy um never thought I'd get back and then
0: (laughs) yeah it shows a lot of fortitude in the whole team to be like to get there feel that disappointment and then just get there the next two years as well
1: exactly and um so yeah our regional was actually out in uh Sioux Falls South Dakota and we played, you know, some – there was St. Cloud there, Mankato, mm-hmm. Air Force, you know, three really good teams, and then us, so four. Yeah. And uh, we ended up winning that regional, so the national championship that year was in St. Paul. Yeah, and, that's insane. Uh, it's basically right in our backyard. At the X? At the XL. Yeah. And we were the only Minnesota team there, so, um, you know, you can imagine – well, however many fans eighteen thousand fans um you know screaming umd and yeah, uh, you know s- just standing at the national anthem uh with the whole you know stadium packed with uh holder arena arena packed with you know umd fans so yeah um it was pretty insane and then when we won it um yeah we had a good time after we'll just keep it at that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, did
0: they do like a parade or anything for you uh, back at school or like, um, how
1: did they- no we we did like a uh so we had kind of – it was kind of like a parade. It was like kind of like a homecoming thing um, at our arena. So, mm-hmm. like, basically they packed the arena, and then we came out, and they kind of, like, introduced us all. And at the Amsoil? Yeah, at the Amsoil Arena. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then, um, you know, we obviously had our ring ceremonies and stuff, which was mm-hmm. unreal. And yeah. And then, yeah, my third year was in Buffalo, New York, and uh, we ended up beating uh, – Kale McCarr and the uh, UMass um, Amherst uh, team. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. And, uh, you know, some of the people that might listen to this co- podcast are, are big, uh, you know, Colorado Avalanche fans, and that's who Kale McCarr plays for. So, yeah, there um, could
0: be. My audience, I have, uh, you know, obviously big audience here, yep. some mountain towns, but then Minnesota too, like people that know me from, sure. from growing up and social media and stuff. Yeah audience there absolutely um and you're you'll uh, hopefully you'll post like a story or something about, about <laughs> this so then it'll be yeah. all of your f- fans cover- gain some fans yeah, yeah. gain some followers um, yeah, for sure that's awesome and i wanted to say about the St. paul game like i think minnesotans would would be really good about supporting umd yeah, because their minnesota team uh even if they didn't if they weren't umd fans yeah. before that game they'd yep. come out just for the just for the you know the event, the spectacle of that sort of game being mm-hmm. there, and you guys being a Minnesota team, I bet that was insane,
1: yeah, crazy um you know, I had a lot of a lot of people reach out to me, and you know it, even if there were other fans too, like yeah, how they wanted just a Minnesota team to come home with the national championship'cause you know that's you know it's Minnesota and it's a state of hockey, so I yeah. think everybody had our back there, and uh maybe not the true Minnesota Golfer fans, but um. <laughs> You know, I think everybody, you know, wanted us to win and um, wanted to see the state of hockey uh, bring home a national championship. Definitely.
0: Yeah, it kind of – I'm not, like, a huge hockey fan, but it just irks me every year that, the, like, the Wild don't have an, uh, a Stanley Cup <laughs> because it's, like, this is the state of hockey. This yeah. is the state of hockey's uh, professional team. Yeah, They should be, like – They have as much support as anybody would have. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kind of like—I don't want to say this because I don't like the Cowboys, but they're kind of like the Cowboys of hockey. (laughs) Yeah, I know they've had some tough years, even though they have this incredible following.
1: Definitely, being a Minnesota fan, I think uh, it's—you know, growing up, I should say, being you know a Minnesota Wild fan. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I think they went on a cup run. I can't remember what it was, but it was—I think I, I know that they beat Colorado in game 7 and then went to the second round. I think that's, you know, that was the closest I've ever seen them get, but um yeah, it's it's it was frustrating watching them play, but now obviously it doesn't really matter. Yeah. that I, you know, now that I play for
0: You're out like, of the Stars, yeah. which they are in the Stanley Cup finals yep, right now. Yeah, in the Stanley Cup final, yeah. And they won. They won the other day, yesterday when we were watching yep.
1: that. Yep. Yeah. Won game one game won, so they got three more to go. Yeah, and they're Stanley Cup champions. So
0: awesome! Yeah, and then next year they'll call you up, and then you'll <laughs> win them one also. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the plan. Yeah,
0: yeah, awesome. Um, well, we haven't. So we've been drinking plenty of Snake River Brewing's beers. We haven't been there yet. We need to bring you there tomorrow. Yeah. Um, should we break in a couple of
1: these? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's try them out.
0: So these are the Jenny Lake Lager, which the podcast knows full well Is one of my favorites. And have you, you've you had some of these, the Jenny Lake lagers, right?
1: Yes, I think so. I, don't, I'm not, I think isn't there two flavors or something?
0: We've mostly been having – we've had, yeah, mostly their Jenny Lake lager, Snake River Pale Ale, and then a, a couple Pacos, mm-hmm. IPAs. All Those right, are the main. so
1: um, you got a key? Are we going to shotgun them? <laughs> I don't have a key. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: good thought, though. Um, yeah, so thanks, as always, to Snake River Brewing for the beers. They're delicious very good yeah
1: very tasty
0: um so i cut you off when you were explaining what we've done so far so we yeah. went we hiked ski lake
1: Hiked ski lake we went um
0: we've seen an insane amount of moose lately
1: yes yeah, insane actually you're just right out in the backyard
0: yeah. yeah yeah we were yeah we what did we do we got home.
1: home from golfing that's another thing what we did we went and golfed in uh the links right
0: yeah, the links at Teton Peaks. Yeah, so we golfed at. Brought the dogs. My following, my audience knows full well about them. Go check them out if you're in town. Still in beautiful shape. Um, the fall colors were insane out there, right? Yeah, like the, gorgeous. The, you could see everything. Like the fairways and the greens were super dark green, and then mm-hmm. the it's like prairie grass and prairie bushes. They were all starting to turn yellows and oranges and yep. fall colors, and that was really cool to see.
1: Yeah, I'm just happy I didn't lose too many balls and
0: I know. You know. I I think I maybe only lost like 3, yeah, or something. I had around there like 3 weeks ago. I shouldn't even be saying this, but like knock on wood, I lost like a dozen. <laughs> I, I I don't know if you could tell from my normal ball, my ball flight the other day, but I usually hit like fades or slices as my yep. miss. Like my entire golf career is that. Out of nowhere, it was like duck hook. I was just like what is going on? I don't know how to fix this because I've only ever trained yeah. myself to try to fix a slice. Yeah, I had no clue what to how to fix a hook, mm-hmm. and I just like I couldn't even go like three sh- three shots in a row without losing a ball. Yeah, it was that brutal. Jeez. and I was just like, hey, yeah, we was, all had those
1: days. I know. Yeah, I, I was there. like,
0: literally, like, should I just cut it? Like, should I just not play the full eighteen? Just get me out of here, so I don't <laughs> have to lose this Sometimes You need so many to balls. have those days,
1: or maybe go in the clubhouse and get a. Uh, abroad or something and you know kind of refresh the mind it's all it's all a mental game just with anything you do i think is it's all mental
0: yeah what's the saying like there's some golf saying that's like the most important distance is the is the six inches between your ears or something in golf something like that
1: might be uh, i i don't know
0: yeah have you ever played at a course like that with like wide open like linksy with the mountains around
1: no i've never played I've never brought my golf clubs anywhere out of Minnesota, so... <laughs> or actually, yeah, Texas, but not no mountains or anything.
0: Um, Can we talk about what was what's going on with that second 7-iron you have in your bag?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, Why not, is sure. that in I'm there? not even sure if I want this on the pa- podcast right now, because uh, we were in Texas, and <laughs> I have this 7-iron that says Top Golf on there in my bag. And... So I brought my golf bag, Top Golf. You know, try to straighten out my swing. Didn't go very well, and so I think I pulled out the golf clubs from Top Golf, <laughs> and uh, I accidentally put it in my bag. And I got home, and I'm like, "Why do I have two seven irons?" And this is the next time I was golfing, I think, and I look at it and it says, "Top Golf." I'm like, "Oh gosh." I took the top, like so, top golf. So I took it, uh, and so I use that club as if I'm really mad. I'm gonna throw it. If I want to do the, you know, the old putter throw, the uh-huh. seven iron throw. So I'm gonna use it as that. But I have been using it as my weed whacker, trying to find all the balls I lose. So <laughs> that's what I keep it around for.
0: Dude, this is so funny. We were when you were gone, we were just like swinging the clubs, like talking talking golf. And Tim just pulls a club from your bag, and he was like, "What? Are, why does he have inconsistent grips? Like, why is this grip different than the other one?" And he was like looking at the grooves on it, and yeah. I looked at the back. I was like, "Bro, what? This is a Top Golf <laughs> club." And we're like, "Wait, wait a minute!" And, and it's and we were like, "Wait, this is the only one that's not an M6. What the fuck is going on with
1: this?" Yeah. I know. So we uh, just had a.
0: We just fucking died laughing. Yeah. Maybe realized. that's what
1: I need to get rid of to uh, make the golf game a little a little better.
0: Yeah, you were hitting absolute bombs out there yeah. with the altitude. Like you went, your driver was being mashed, and then you went over the green a handful of times. Yeah. Which I did. You were you adjusting for the altitude? I didn't really say I, that.
1: No, what? I don't think I was. No, not like I'd hit my one forty club on a one you know, forty shot and i it would go one sixty, like one fifty, yeah. you know. So. For for
0: someone like you that just has some real power, like that's pretty standard. Yeah. Like I, I usually correct like 10, fif- ten, fifteen yards.
1: Yeah. I see I didn't put that into play. So <laughs> that's that's probably why I lost the game.
0: <laughs> Is that and I I will give myself a little pat in the back. I turned it around at the you, end. Those last did. few holes the back
1: nine the back nine you turn it around.
0: Yeah. The those last like after we passed the clubhouse to go back. Yeah those uh let's see one two three four those five holes are my favorite on the course because mm-hmm. the way they're set up and the way you can kind of attack them even regardless of what your game is doing that day yeah so i though i always play well on those mm-hmm. except for actually 18 is pretty tough for me but
1: yeah you've i mean you've played the course this was your home course and mm-hmm. you know now you got to come to minnesota and we'll <laughs> we'll play uh, my home course
0: what's your home course
1: my home course, uh, TPC Twin Cities. You ever heard of it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've actually played it uh, twice in one day. Yeah? Yeah. Um, a friend of, do you know uh, Tyler yeah. Jokinen.
1: Y- yes.
0: His friend Cole Westerland. Okay. Who owns, um, his family owns Gale's Autobody. Sure. On 65 by the Super Inc, <laughs> by yep. the Chipotle there. Uh-huh. Shout out Gale's Autobody. Um Gale's Body. <laughs> yeah. Check what do they home. do? They they're like a collision center. If anybody needs any dents, scratches, fixes, yeah. call up Tyler Jokin and I can give you his number. Call Cole Westerland, I can give you their numbers. Um but yeah, he he used to be a member there and got us out there. It's sure. uh I don't like the amount of water you have to hit over. And I even though I love Arnold Palmer as mm-hmm. like what he's done for the game. Yeah. I don't think I'm a fan of his courses. Yeah. I've played a handful and it's I don't just,
1: like them. It's a skill game, you know. It's something that you probably don't have. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it says Rock
0: Hand's Tufty over there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, wasn't very good on the golf course yesterday, but.
0: <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I'd love to come out there. Yeah. Um, I don't.
1: That's not really my home course. I've only played it a handful <laughs> of times, but. Okay. Um, you know, I. Usually like to play like Majestic Oaks Or Victory Lynx yeah. So.
0: yeah I never played uh, Victory I played Majestic Great course I don't know I think I played Majestic's uh, Executive yep. Once And then Like Do they have three courses?
1: Yeah so they have Executive They have uh, the Signature And then they have Crossroads
0: I don't know which one I played The yeah. other one But I played one of the One of the full ones Okay Randomly this on my own I I was totally
1: lost out there Yeah yeah, good course.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So, so we like I said before, we've seen a ton of moose. Talk about, talk about <laughs> what you were thinking when the first night when we were biking and that big ass bull came around the corner.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what to. Th- I mean, we had both the dogs with us, so I know that was maybe going to be a problem. But you know, I thought we could just bike right past. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, tell me this: if we wouldn't have had the dogs with us, would we have biked past? uh yeah yeah i mean even even
0: with them we could have we were only going to go a little bit farther anyways yeah we could have still gone past him he was just so big that we were he was to huge
1: yeah he much. was a uh, big bull i've never seen anything like that i mean i've seen moose but not big big moose like that
0: yeah his his paddles were like the size of my freaking torso yeah they were huge yeah so, um,
1: no, that that was really cool to see. I think, you know, part of the reason why I came out here was to, uh, you know, see cool animals like that, and, uh-huh. which is awesome to see because you don't see that in Minnesota every day, so.
0: Yeah, you can see them sometimes. Um, they're moving down into Duluth now. Yeah, the moose so, population is healthier up there now. Yeah,
1: so, but I've never, I don't think you've ever seen one in Minnesota.
0: No, they're, they're mean, a lot more rare. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because we've seen one, we've seen at least at least one every single day every You've single been day here. yeah yeah um definitely uh and yeah and then moving on to your the next day after golfing we did um
1: we did what the our? uh we well we did the hot springs after um we we hiked at jenny or er, uh not, no it was uh ski lake is that where we went so ski lake, and then yeah. we came back, and we hit up the hot yeah, springs. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, uh, we went to Stillworks too. Stillworks, and then we went to the hot springs. Yeah, we can't yeah. forget about the Stillworks. Cannot
0: forget about Stillworks. So we get we show up there, just get some sloshies on the way down to the hot springs, and it's a catastrophe. Uh, right when we get there, one of their grain bags had broken open, and it was kind of it, it was like on the bottom, so it was some stuff had fallen over, and it was leaning on some equipment. So Chaz was. Uh, you know, kind of freaking out trying to get that cleaned up mm-hmm. and put back together. And, um, we, I just told them like, Hey, if you need some hands, like we got, we got muscle, like we'll jump right in. And we did like we, yeah, we, we got to hammer
1: it up in probably 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. Like they spilled, I don't know how many pounds of grain that was, but that's a, it's a fucking lot. Yeah. Um, that just like spilled out and we were just helping them shovel it up, clean it up with moving the bags around all the stuff. Um, and then, Chaz was just super grateful and just gave you <laughs> four bottles. Yeah, four and then buttons. like we got a few f- a free, few free sloshies, and it was got to show you guys around. I thought that was really cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, so cool. I thought that place was awesome. Just the setup and stuff in there was super cool, and yeah, highly recommend people if they're over out in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to hit up Stillworks.
0: Yeah, Jackson Hole Stillworks, yep. south of town near the bird, um, and they're really cool. I don't know if I explained this to you, so they do everything in that. Building, yeah, they get corn and wheat from Wyoming farmers in right there. They mill it. They yeah, do. I mean you
1: can see it right out in front of their building too. There's yeah, you know, They're
0: the entire process, and that's just special to note because so many of these like pop up liquor brands, they all come from su- the same source in like Indiana. It's just like yeah. some big manufacturing plant of of spirits and then they just you know an athlete or an actor or somebody just puts like you know half a million dollars into it and it's just like a little investment they get a a label on it some marketing and they slap it out there and they get it out there and they call it so-and-so's yep. spirit when it's like there's no heart into it there's not you know chaz you, you met chaz he's, mm-hmm. there's another owner named travis who's out hunting you know they started that out of a passion for like Wanted to make good spirits because yep. they didn't like what they was out there. Absolutely. And, you know, and wanting to do their own thing, their own business. And yeah. so there's that passion you see in everything that they do and their whole building.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was pretty clear. Like yeah. The owner was there shoveling with us. You yeah. know, there's not a lot of businesses yeah, that happen.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it tells a lot about, about the business on, uh, just from being there for 30 minutes. Yeah, through. definitely. When he was there, but we stayed there for a few extra hours. <laughs> yeah. Had a good time. For sure. So
0: And, yeah, then we went down to the hot springs. Yeah. What would you think of those?
1: Yeah. It wasn't what I was expecting, honestly. you know, I thought, <laughs> What were you expecting? I just, I don't know. I thought, you know, maybe the hot spring. I didn't think it was going to be that hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went down there, and it was along the river. Yeah. And there's two, like, pools right when you walk down there, like, hot tub-looking pools. Mm-hmm. And you hop in there, and it's like holy shit, <laughs> you know. You gotta you gotta kind of ease into it, just like a hot tub would be. Yeah. Um, but it, they were hot, and uh, re- really enjoyed it. Yeah. Very cool, like teal color, and like teal, um, kind of like a tealish, like Gatorade, like white Gatorade.
0: It was like uh, a milky Gatorade. Yeah, like kinda. a milky Gatorade. Yeah, type which is uh, sounds kind of gross if, it's, if you're going to drink that but yeah the, but there
1: is a fl- the ice the ice gatorade the you know the white one yeah if you mix that with a little bit of the blue one that's uh-huh. what it looks like yeah yeah definitely so
0: yeah i i really enjoy going there because it's just it's like natural like there are, uh, are there's other hot springs in the area that are like basically just pools that they have built up and they have like a building there and then yep. they let the water rush in there every day and then it, it's hot or whatever but I just like the natural aspect of it. You're basically just sitting on rocks or yep. in like the, like you said pools. Like they people just take these rocks and move them into little circular areas, yep. and then the the spring water comes in from the ground, fills it up, and they can kind of mix it with river water sure. depending on how hot or how cold you want yep. it. Um, and so it's just super natural. And the dog, I love having the dogs being able to be around there, even though Matt was kind of a shithead that day. <laughs> Like, it's along the river, so they can smell around. Yeah. It's a big embankment, so it's hard for them to get to the road, even yeah. though that that one dog did.
1: Yeah. Timmy.
0: He's okay, though. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, but, yeah, I love going there.
1: Mm-hmm. Very cool. And then, yeah, after that, we came home and made some steaks that night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Tim... Tim, as we got to shout out Tim for his cooking, yep. his chef. Shout out to Tim. For Tim. His... So, Tim decided that he wanted to create a whole menu for us for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then he basically, he's pretty particular about his cooking. Yeah. So, don't
1: go in the kitchen when Tim's cooking. Yeah, don't cause... go in the kitchen.
0: Like, we're both trying to actively help him with the yeah. stuff because it's not difficult meals. But he's just like, no, 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 you're good, you're good. I'm just like, all right, whatever, man. I
1: go in there and try to, you know, put a little salt and pepper. Wait, don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> i told you tyler don't touch it don't touch it
0: yeah but we've been eating well we've had we've had we had uh which is turning into actually like a mini a mini house staple steak asparagus cigars and wine on the back porch that's yep. been like that that's like the fourth weekend in a row i've done that exact oh. meal here well, <laughs> i guess when it, outside of me being gossip
1: it's a great meal
0: yeah and it's healthy yeah if you do it the right way yep with some fresh rosemary from the garden, mm-hmm. from our herb, our herb garden. Yep. Um, very we've delicious. We've had what else? We had egg bakes, sandwiches, mm. chicken. We just had some chili. Chili. Yeah, we Fo- did Sunday football. Sunday chili. football chili had to do that.
1: Yep. Very, uh, very tasty. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what brings us to today? We went to uh, the Teton. Teton Valley is it called? Teton Village or Teton. Jackson Hole Mountain Resort? Okay, yeah, we went there and that was very cool to see. Yeah, did the little Seven Bridges hike? And, yeah, that was uh, just a little one. Little we, one, yeah. We got we had to get back. I, you know, I you know slept in a little bit. So I'm a, I'm a dad, so I gotta you <laughs> know when I'm away from the, my my son, I gotta get my yeah, sleep. So gotta catch
0: up. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us tell us about um, your kiddo yeah Jax. He's
1: uh he's seven months old now he's uh he's born on february 7th february 7th yeah so he's seven months old now um what
0: do you what do you what has your, been your most favorite and least favorite parts of having a child
1: uh i think my most favorite um has been just watching him grow and uh you know just kind of as he gets older kind of bonding that relationship with him has been super cool and yeah you know kind of seeing him get attached to you now that he's getting older and you know kind of knows that i'm his father mm-hmm. i think that's been the coolest thing to me and then um there really hasn't been you know i say you know that the tough parts are when he you know cries when he's like teething or uh-huh. you know stuff like that you know watching him you know try to work through that or um you know get through that is is tough because you know he's in a little bit of pain so I think that's probably the toughest thing
0: what would Morgan say is the toughest thing about having a kid
1: what Morgan would say is probably waking up in the middle of the night to feed him Uh uh-huh and you know sometimes I'm up with him too but you know we kind of made that um made it uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for but we we both kind of agreed on um you know it doesn't really make sense for both of us to be up when we don't have to so i kind of she kind of gives me a break on you know getting my sleep because i'm training every day and Mm -hmm. um you know i have to enable for me to to training get to my full you know potential the day i need my sleep so yeah for sure um, i think we kind of agreed on that but no i you know i help with uh and with changing diapers in the middle of the night and stuff. And that's probably one of the toughest things, too, is, you know, kind of getting up in the middle of the night when you're super tired and, you know, changing a diaper. Is
0: changing know. a diaper as bad as I think it might be? No,
1: it's not. Really? It's not. No, it's not bad.
0: How many times? Especially when
1: he's your, you know, it's it's your own kid. Yeah. I, I, you know, if it was someone else, it'd obviously probably be tougher. But uh-huh. when it's your own son, you're kind of... uh you're thinking a little different, so. Yeah, keep talking. I'm just gonna set the camera here. Yep. No, go ahead. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's been it's been great so far, and uh looking forward to watching him grow.
0: Yeah, and it's such a wild thing. I've kind of I've changed my 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 mindset, if you will, on small kids recently, where in the past it was just kind of like, you know, they're they're just a small kid and. That's all that I think of them as they're just this, you know, baby doesn't know anything, Mm -hmm. doesn't do anything, chatters a little bit. That's it. Yeah. But then I I don't know where I heard it from, but I heard it from somebody that that's not that's not where they stay. Like, that's really just a beginning, the beginning version of what could be somebody like me or you or what could be, you know the vast possibilities of humanity mm-hmm. but that's just the beginning stage of it mm-hmm. like they're <laughs> jacks is going to be 65 one day yeah and it's going to be old and grumpy yeah. just like you know like our grandparents are yeah so it's like once you think of it that's really not they're just they don't stay there yeah it like kind of kind of like help me figure out how to interact with them yeah for sure because, like, you know, my siblings are not that far off my age and have, like, really young cousins. Yeah. So for a while, I didn't really have any interaction with the little kids. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, they're just, you know, in the learning stage of yeah. becoming, like. No, yeah, for sure. Very probably similar to, to me or you or whoever. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, that's that's great. um Obviously, when you have your own, you're kind of just thinking day by day. And, and you know, seeing him grow that way, you're not really looking at the future and stuff. So, I haven't really thought of uh, when he's gonna be 65 <laughs> years old. But no, yeah, it's it's fun seeing him him grow like that.
0: Has he done any little? Uh, does he have any like any characteristics or any any little activities that he does where you see it and you're like, oh, that's that's Riley, or oh, that's that's Morgan, that's showing through. Uh, have you noticed any of that yet?
1: Kind of a little bit, I think, like when he smiles and stuff, he looks more like me mm. and uh, you know kind of that stuff, but I haven't really seen like much of like what he does yet i mean he like he's not walking yet, he's not you know, he's kind of crawling, but mm-hmm. um you know he gets he gets excited, so I haven't really seen too much of that though, I mm-hmm. think like when he's like if he has like a straight face, he kind of looks more like Morgan. Yeah, and we were talking about we this the like, other day. You know, I thought,
0: I thought he has her eyes. Yeah, and then like her face shape.
1: Yeah, yep. And then I think like when he smiles and stuff, and does I mean, all the good. When he takes a slap shot, when it'll be you. Does, does all the good stuff. He looks yeah. like I don't know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> when he when he runs at age at age one, it'll be you. Yeah. But what if wait? But Morgan was like a pretty good dancer or something, right? Yeah,
1: I'd dance and uh, and I um, think she did a little bit of track and. Yeah. When she was super young, she played uh, basketball and uh, soccer too. So.
0: So when he does the splits out of nowhere, it'll be her.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I am pretty flexible for uh, for a big man. Really. Probably Did not they? as flexible as you, but no, nah, <laughs> I'm pretty pretty flexible. Do
0: you do you have good like st- movements? Do you have like do you have stretching like in your in Boom. your workout routines? Like, yeah. is that a priority yeah, for your trainers? Yeah, for
1: sure. I think like having good hips when you're a hockey player is is key. Um, Yeah. So I do a lot of a lot of um, you know hip movement stuff and a lot of like band work to
0: like clamshells and yeah
1: and uh, you know a couple hip stretches to kind of open up a little bit and yeah I mean because there's a lot of movements that you do that you need to open up your hips and stuff so I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, there's kind of like this hidden there's like this hidden space in your hips that you don't like. I wouldn't say that I'm. Feeling tight right now. Yeah. But if I like did, you know, um, what's the thing? It's like a sumo stretch where you kind of just like catchers, you kind of like catchers squat and you just kind of stretch in your hips and stuff. Like if I did that and then I stood back up, it'd be like, oh, there's like way more room in here right now. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. For sure. When I was like, when I was lifting for football at the time, I would just do that for Mm -hmm. like a minute before I'd start and I'd just go into like heavy squats after that, be like, all right, ready to go here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important to do stuff that you're not really comfortable with. And I think, you know, a lot of those stretching things are stuff that you feel awkward with, but it's really good for you. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's why well, I, d- I
0: recommend everybody do just like a little bit of yoga, mm-hmm. not for the, and what everybody says. And I I can see it in your eyes. Big, big yoga guy over here. <laughs> I do like, I do probably like 10 minutes a day just to like,
1: Oh, it's good for you. I, I totally, a hundred percent agree with it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But everyone that doesn't do it and I say to do it, they're like,
1: well, I don't like get
0: the like, you know the med- I don't really like the meditative part, like yeah. the hippie shit. Like I'm not. I don't have like dreadlocks. I'm not like sitting here doing like. Y- no offense <laughs> to those people that do. <laughs> thoughts, <Yeah. but. laughs> Sometimes they're cool, but I'm like not that like hippie yoga guy. I'm like, you know, I want my body to feel good and and I want my body to, yeah. um, to have good performance when I'm out doing these activities that I do. And I've found a really good way to to do that is to be flexible. And I've had my problem areas, like I tore my ACL in college. So mm-hmm. that yoga helped me get that to be Strengthen now worth not even an issue. Mm-hmm. And th- not not as much as strengthening, but uh finding the flexibility and the flexion uh areas of my knee mm-hmm. came from yoga. And now my knees are there's like no difference in my strength and stability and my feel for them. Um and then just sitting, you know, here at this desk all day long, my lower back gets real tight, like yeah. I'm like I'm sure a lot of people do. So though I do some poses that are like specific to that. Sure. And it's doing that every once, like, you know, once a day gets me, like, ready to go do activities, like, right off the bat. Like, I'm just like, all right, we're, you know, done working. Let's go freaking climb a mountain. Yep. Let's go mountain bike some crazy trail. For sure. And I don't ever get cramps. I don't ever, like, have issues like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I noticed that you're a really flexible guy. So. <laughs> Maybe I should, you know, kind of question Where, what you do. How
0: did you notice that from what we've what done? What do you
1: mean? I see you stretching all the time I'm like, "Holy cow, he's flexible."
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. I know and I've also never been told that from another man or woman well, not, or woman, I it's guess. It's not
1: to be weird, but it's, you know, just from hanging out with you and seeing you bend down to your to your toes when you're doing your stretches in the morning, I can tell that you're pretty flexible. So, <laughs>
0: okay. I'm flattered. Thank you. Um awesome so um if you could just like so you've been here you came you you came through jackson a couple of years ago with the rose marks right yeah um so you saw the place then you saw the tetons but you did not really get into them can you just talk about kind of your your first impression of the area either then or now or like um your first impressions of the tetons their size their scale kind of just like what what did you first think of the area when you came in here
1: yeah I thought it was gorgeous um you know I never really been around mountains um been to Colorado when I was super little but you know coming here was you're surrounded by mountains and it's not an everyday thing that you're seeing um so that's super cool um I could definitely see myself living out here one day um which is super cool and um you know, I think I know it's kind of a, a tough place to, to live, but yeah, to find a place or whatever, but um Well you're on the fast track to afford being able to afford something
0: here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say your uh, employment status is an okay one for Yeah, you know, to live but
1: here. like if I wanna live in Minnesota and here, you know, obviously <laughs> I'm gonna need to get further into my And
0: career. Austin and
1: Dallas. Like yeah. how many houses are you gonna have, man? <laughs> I don't know, not many.
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, that's it's Yeah, it's
1: gorgeous here. I love it. Um you know, anywhere that you go you you're uh that you're doing something, you're you know, being entertained and I think that's, you know, me. I think I grew up being entertained, I needed to always be doing something, so I think mm-hmm. this is an awesome place to be because you can go do whatever you want and you can not even do it all in a week, you know. So I think there's, you know, a lot of stuff to to do with the mountains and the bike trails and the golf, the skiing. Um, you know, obviously winter snowboarding and stuff. So it's it's awesome to see that and um, you know, just kind of get that aspect of the mountains. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same Fishing, way. Fishing. Yeah. Hunting. Definitely. Do anything. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah,
0: I talked about this before my my ADD brain like never has an issue out here mm-hmm. because there's always the next thing to do there's always another activity to keep my to put attention on yeah where i'm where i kind of felt like uh i couldn't focus as much as easily on like things i needed to in minnesota because i wasn't like having that more uh more intense thing to focus on yep. and i wasn't having those activities to just you know kick you know kick the crap out of my body and mind and make it really tired mm-hmm. and, you know, make all those good workout endorphins happen where now I can, you know, run up any of the
1: hills that we've been around and yep. be fully, fully exhausted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've really enjoyed my time here so far. So awesome. I'm glad. Thank you for being the best tour <laughs> tour guide. So You're welcome.
0: Do you think you want to come out for some for some skiing or something? Yeah, I if I can handle skid, it. Have you skied before? I've skied before, yeah. Um I bet you'd be okay just because of being a really good skater. Yeah.
1: You know, I i think I do pretty well with skiing. I'm not like going through trees left and right, but I can you know, I can turn and stuff and do all that. So it's
0: You'd probably be the biggest guy on the mountain yeah, like, maybe. on any given day.
1: Probably, people probably think I'm uh Bigfoot up there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean even the days that I'm up there, like I'm like probably the tallest guy on, yeah. the, on the mountain. Everyone everyone that's in the mountain sports community is like five nine. Yeah. And that's it.
1: Yep. <sighs>
0: All right. Um, what else should we talk about? Mm. Is there anything else notable that you have enjoyed doing here or not enjoyed or no, anything I you got to get I out to the world? Anything you got to get off your chest?
1: No, I mean, I think, uh, I think that was pretty, pretty good. Pretty good, uh, talk, um, the one thing I do want to see out here is a bear. I have not seen that. So I'm going to have to come back. So I will be back. Okay. Because <laughs> so I need to see a bear. So
0: Honestly, it's probably good we haven't seen one. We've been doing a lot of hiking. We're yeah. out in the areas. Yeah. Uh, if we had a little bit more time, I think we could have driven through the park a little bit more. Maybe we can even do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And really do some bear hunting. I don't mean like actually killing it, but like finding them. Yeah. Um, From a safe distance in a vehicle is the best time to see a bear yeah because when you see a bear out in the trail or if it's like in between you and where you try gotta get out it's it's like not that fun until you get out of there Mm -hmm. it's like pretty scary yeah
1: no yeah i totally agree i think and they're very active would be super cool to see one in the car and then kind of like drive up and get your distance and yeah you know obviously get a picture get, get a picture and and see the you know what, what they do and stuff. Have you ever heard of three nine? My cousin was telling me about this tonight. Three nine nine, the bear.
0: Yeah, she's like a legendary yeah, old like grizzly a mom. Fam- famous bear. Yeah,
1: um, which I think is super cool. Like the cubs are super cute, and uh, be cool yeah, she's had we'll she's up. like she's been like I think she's been. My cousin said that she's been like everywhere, um, been like super active. And a lot of people have, like, seen her. She's been out on, the, like, the highway and roads, and there's, like, some videos of the cubs, like, literally fighting in the middle of the road, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, she's a, a bear that's in, um, is it Grand Teton National Park, I think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. who uh, they say that she's a grizzly mom that has, um, I think she's mothered something, like, a, some absurd sure. amount of, of yeah, Cubs.
1: Like four Cubs like this year, and which is like, like for every un- every year, unheard of. Yeah.
0: Let's see, grizzly. Look at I typed Gri- in. I just typed in the word grizzly, and three nine nine is yeah. one of the top searches.
1: Yeah, she, famous, famous grizzly bear.
0: Yeah, she's super old. Let's see what Wikipedia. Oh, Yellowstone bear. She's in Yellowstone. She probably goes between here she and Yellowstone.
1: A, yeah, she, I mean she's. <laughs>
0: Let's see. Grizzly
1: Grand Teton National Park.
0: Yeah. Grizzly 399 is the most famous grizzly bear mother in the world with her own Facebook and Twitter accounts. She's yeah. followed by as many as photographers. I 40 looked wildlife up her
1: Twitter account tonight. Photographers. Or her Instagram, sorry.
0: <laughs> she has her own Instagram?
1: Yeah, I've I've uh I searched up uh, 399 grizzly bear. That's awesome. Um and she
0: has reared many successful progeny, including 16 cubs and grand cubs. In May 2020, she was observed with four new cubs from the previous Look winter. This bear has more followers than I this, do on this Instagram. Bear, this bear has an
1: Instagram account.
0: There's <laughs> more followers than I do. <laughs> what is this nonsense? Um, yeah. So she's had... That's a a lot of cubs for a mom. I don't know. I think they may only have, like, one or two sets of them Mm -hmm. and have four at a time and have that many that have, like, moved on to be alive. is a big testament to, like, her ability as a a mother.
1: Yeah, super cool. I did not know about the 399 grizzly bear, but now I do.
0: Yeah. You know what's wild? Like, Like, she could be hunted. Like there is there there could there are tags given out for grizzlies, really. But like and, and like the amount of time she's seen by people, you'd think like, how she has would, she not been like, sh- yeah. like hunted and killed yet? But it's you not know?
1: season yet, is it?
0: Um, I don't know when bear. I think I bear think season is in the earlier, fall,
1: right? I don't know. Or I think it's isn't it that spring maybe?
0: Bear hunting, Wyoming. Oh yeah, you're right. Maybe. May first to yeah, June fifth. So that's kind of a weird time for it, yeah. Because they're just they're just coming out of their d- at, out of hibernation that time, so they're they'd be really s- uh, I guess they're already out by then, but they're not out for long, on May first on May first, and they'd be pretty skinny by then too. Yeah.
1: But that's I feel like that's when they're most hungry and you know kind of out yeah Looking well they're super active then they're yeah. super active right out of their
0: hibernation and super active now because i think they're they're if they have a rut uh, yeah when they're trying they... to pack on the pounds right now
1: yeah when do they start hibernating
0: when the snow happens when the snow yeah. like for real happens so that could be anywhere from like mid-october to mid-november yeah or even early october so soon
1: yeah wow that's cool but yeah
0: yeah so go look up three ninety nine famous bear' in yep. jackson near or near Jackson, but keep her out of town <laughs> yeah cool um it's cool that you're that you have a cousin here that is just like
1: could hang out with for the day and yeah
0: keep up with family yeah, super important. cool,
1: yeah, it's um, you know, I don't see him often, but mm-hmm. um you know and you said they grew, they grew up here, they grew up here, yep, that's they out out great, wild they're still in the same house actually, so yeah. Um, you know, fun seeing them, and um, actually, he was going hunting. Ryan was going hunting tonight. Um, Ryan Tufty. Ryan Tufty, yeah. Yeah. What are the names? Ryan. Ryan Tufty, Katie Tuftie. Katie Tufty. And then. Um, Scooter Tufty. Scooter which Tufty. it's Edward Tuftie, but like we call him Scooter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Shout out to the other to the Jackson Hole Tufties. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Awesome.
0: Um. Well, yeah, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or we should wrap it up.
1: Yeah, we can wrap it up That's
0: yeah i mean we usually go it's we're at we're at 50 minutes we yeah. usually go around an hour sure um yeah awesome um so tell the nice people where they can follow your journey follow um You on instagram yeah your path to the your path to the pros or yep to no, the league yeah
1: for sure um yeah i mean I'll be with uh, Dallas Stars slash Texas Stars for the next, I have two years, two more years on my contract, so, or three years, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's your Instagram handle? RileyTufty27. RileyTufty27. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Not much of a Facebook guy, but uh, yeah. check it out every once in a while. But yeah, yeah you can follow me on that and uh, follow my journey and... Definitely love the fans. So
0: oh, and something we haven't really talked about is uh, is um your connection to the diabetes community. Oh yeah, and being an athlete with diabetes. Yeah. So you have diabetes.
1: Type one diabetic. Yep. Type one. Diagnosed at 11 years old. What does type one mean? What's the difference? So type one you usually get when like you're younger. Uh Um, So I got diagnosed at 11, Uh and it just kind of happens. My grandpa had type two wasn't really in the family so it was kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just keeping up with that every day. I use I have a diabetic pump on my arm right here. Change that every 3 days.
0: And what's the, what's the company that that uh, makes that? Omnipod. Omnipod. Yeah. Omnipod. Did you yeah. have you seen their commercial? They they've been having commercials on the football yeah. games today. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I didn't
1: see it today, but I've seen like 5.
0: Really? I wouldn't have known about it except for you Telling yeah. telling me about, like me asking questions about yeah. what's going on.
1: Yep. And then I use Dexcom, Dexcom. G6 sensor, which tells me my blood sugar, and I can look at that right on my phone. So I'm like on the ice. My trainers can look at it for mm-hmm. me and kind of keep track of it. So, yeah.
0: So yeah. talk about like, talk about like what the, the pod does. So you just kind of explain like what you have going on on your arm.
1: Yeah. So it's just, um, it's basically, um, no, I'll take off my sweatshirt and I can show show the fans. The wh- camera's
0: the camera's off now.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, it's just basically a white um white little pod type thing mm-hmm. that um I stick on my arm every three days usually. That's like when it is expired. So three days I fill up my insulin pump with a needle so I syringe it out and then push it back in there. And they stick it on my arm, and then it shoots in, so the needle's inside of me it's like a f kind of like a straw type needle, mm-hmm. very like flimsy, so it doesn't hurt at all. I can't feel the insulin. You can hear the insulin going to me, but so every time I eat, um I have to take insulin um It kind of depends on how many carbohydrates you're having. And uh, you kind of got to do your math and what your body needs. And that's what I've been doing ever since I've been 11 years old. Mm. Took injections for the first seven years, actually, then had this ever since. And then, you know, having the, the sensor to don't have to prick my finger. I used to prick it like every like two to three hours. So, Ugh. yeah. And ever since I got this sensor, I don't have to prick any pr- prick anymore um, unless I'm like calibrating it. So it, that's super nice, and that's been a life changer because I can just look at it and I can catch my lows or my highs before they get too high or low. So that's super nice. So
0: where how does the sensor sense your – It's just there's like a needle.
1: There's a needle inside of my sensor.
0: In the patch or where is it?
1: Nope, it's on my it's on my um, my butt cheek. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, that explains why I didn't know it was there. Yeah, App and uh, it goes through like Bluetooth. Oh, sick. Yeah, so um, I have an app on my phone, the Dexcom app, and uh-huh. um, yeah, and it tells me my blood sugar like every like five minutes. It like shows like a graph. So yeah, Super so
0: cool. you said highs and lows. So does is type 1 just like that your body doesn't know how to like regulate your blood sugar in yeah, either direction. Yeah, so
1: basically your what hap- what's happening with me um and why I have diabetes and why other people have diabetes is cuz their pancreas kicks out insulin. Uh-huh. My pancreas doesn't work anymore. So my pancreas is basically just like dead. Really? Yeah, so your pancreas kicks out insulin when and every time you eat. To maintain your blood sugar so since my pancreas doesn't work i have to give myself my own insulin mm-hmm. and that's how i regulate it so it can get tough at times because if i take too much i can go low uh-huh. and if i don't take enough i can go high yeah but like exercise helps um if i'm like you know running high i can do some exercise to bring it down that helps with it a lot and then if i'm you know, it kind of depends if I'm playing hockey. I have to cut back a lot on my insulin because that's you're burning your sugar, so yeah, you don't have to take as much insulin. So it's kind of a, it's a big game. You gotta have, uh, you it's, know. So can you
0: control your pod? How much your pod gives you?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I have. I have like a little like, it's almost like another cell phone type thing, uh-huh. and that's what I use it for. That's cool. Yeah,
0: and when you. When you hit those highs or lows, like, do you feel it? Do you yeah, feel absolutely.
1: Like when I'm high, I feel, like, kind of, like, lazier and, like, um, just feel, like, kind of out of it a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, you don't want to do as much. You get tired easier. Like, if I was hiking up a mountain and my butcher was high, like, I'd be winded more. Really? Yeah.
0: Like, I thought, I think, i f- I would have guessed that would be the opposite. Yeah,
1: but, like, when your blood sugar's low, you feel, like, lightheaded and, like, uh-huh. kind of, like, kind of feel like you're going to, like, pass out. Like, you need to, like, sit down and... Yeah. But, yeah, like, when your blood sugar's high, you feel... Sometimes my blood sugar's high and I feel fine, but if it's high, yeah, you just feel... You feel off. You don't feel normal, so... huh
0: Yeah. That's cool, though. And you, when you, when you like, play games, you just have, like, all your thing
1: all wrapped Mm -hmm. up in like gauze or something no i just keep it as is um usually put it on my chest because i don't really get hit in the chest that much Uh uh-huh when i'm hitting i hit with my like arms and stuff so yeah it's tough to kind of have it on your arms because yeah it can like rip off and stuff but you have padding You have padding there Chest, yeah chest protector yeah and uh shoulder pads Mm -hmm. so yeah it's pretty well protected there's you know Every odd once in a while, my pod gets, like, hit or something. I'll have to change it, but it's not that big of a deal, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you're telling me, we were talking about this the other night, um, that you have a a lot of, like, fans that will come up and say, like, they get inspiration out of you Mm -hmm. being a diabetic athlete and having success. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's probably one of the coolest things with having diabetes is having those kids come out to me and, you know, talking with me and having their parents come up to me and telling them that um, I'm an inspiration to their son or daughter. And I think that's super cool. Um, You know, obviously playing with diabetes, it's a different different uh game there's a lot more you, that you need to do that people don't understand and I think those other diabetics understand on you know how good that your blood sugar needs to be to play and um what you need to eat and to stay energized it's almost like a gas tank you know so mm-hmm. it's like if you're low you kind of feel like way down here if you're high you're kind of still way down here but if you're like normal that's when your gas tank's high so you can like yeah I don't know it's just like a big game it's just like a gas tank
0: Yeah, well, that's such a big deal, Uh, and you're you're putting it very lightly. Like what you mean, probably to those kids, because Mm -hmm. you know they're, you know, think about eleven year old you, and you're just you're told you have diabetes. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were thoughts of like, can I play hockey again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I be as good as I want to be? Can I do all this stuff? And you're answering all those questions for these kids, regardless of their age, that you can do as you can do anything that you want out of whatever sport you're in yeah for sure you know this could go your 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 reach on your inspiration there could definitely go outside of hockey yeah it's like an any athlete thing Mm
1: -hmm. for sure and there's obviously tons of athletes out there that are baseball yeah basketball football hockey um you know tennis swimming everything um yeah which is super cool like um you know seeing those athletes and um, you know, kind of following their journey and learning off them on what they do. And, um, you know, now these young kids are come up to me and asking what what, um, you know, when I got diagnosed at 11 years old, I had people, like, write me a letter. Like, Toby Peterson actually played for the Dallas Stars, mm-hmm. was a diabetic, um, yes. wrote me a letter. And just knew I was a hockey player, knew I was a big-time hockey player. And um, you knew knew that my goal was to make it to the NHL. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just super cool. And then, you know, ten years or eleven. years. No, yeah, I got diagnosed at eleven, but however many years it was, like nine years later, get drafted by the Dallas Stars. Like oh, oh, yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of a coincidence and kind of surreal. Um, Definitely, super cool. So,
0: yeah. well, let's we keep we were I thought we were gonna wrap it up. We're not wrapping it up yet.
1: <laughs> Talk <laughs> about draft day. Yeah. Let um what round did you get drafted in um so i got drafted 25th overall um which is the first Sick. round of the national hockey league draft um uh-huh. drafted by the dallas stars yeah was in buffalo new york um went to the um draft combine it was like a month before draft day mm-hmm. met with 28 teams there out of 30 teams Vegas wasn't in the play, so it was 30. It would have been 31, but Vegas wasn't a team then, so it was 30. Uh Um, So I met with 28 teams. And when I got back um, from the combine a month later, going to the draft, I went out like two days early before I was drafted and had four additional um, interviews, so like second interviews. What kind of questions do they ask? they they they're, they're different there's a bunch of you know psychology questions <laughs> um you know what ki- what type of player do you see yourself being in the national hockey league what they'll ask you where you th- where do they, where do they think you're going to get drafted <laughs> um, they ask you what is the um, most adversity you've overcome and how'd you overcome it? Those are just kind of simple questions that they ask you, but yeah, you know they're kind of hammering with you, you with questions. And there's you're sitting like this, and then they're sitting around the table, and you're basically in the middle huh. with Get a little bit closer to the mic. Yeah, so sorry, I'll say it again. You can pull it. You can pull it off if you want. Yeah, so I was basically sitting in the middle, yeah, and around this whole table, just as like with every team, uh-huh. with like fifteen people. Basically just staring at you like this and asking you, hammering you with questions. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, like, how funny you're trying to be, how you answered them. They're just kind of still sitting there with a grin on their face, you know. So just like kind of like being, like, intimidated, like, you know, trying to be scary. And, um, you know, I try to make, make fun out of it. And I think it was, like toronto or vancouver or something they had like the third pick in the draft the fifth pick or something and i knew i wasn't gonna go like top five and they were like all right so where do you th- where do you uh you know see yourself getting picked where do, you, where do you where are you gonna get picked and i was like oh i'm gonna get picked number five and that's who they <laughs> that's what number they had and they kind of laughed about it so there's i mean i kind of made some jokes about it and um no just made some fun with it and I think teams like to see that and other teams don't. So. How
0: old were you when you got drafted?
1: Um, I was 18 years old.
0: <laughs> Those are some, like, major questions to be asking an 18-year-old kid. Yeah,
1: yeah, super crazy. Like, um,
0: my, I, when I was 18, I was a fucking moron. <laughs> so I can't imagine, like, you're answering questions from, you know, not just the 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 team's slash employers that would yeah. make your dream a reality. Yep. But like uh as a hockey fan yourself, yeah. Like you're answering questions from like people you've you've watched T V, you've watched them play in the or if you've watched them coach, you've probably heard about them. You've watched these teams play. You follow these teams and then you're answering questions about them at age eighteen that could that will influence your dream yep. of being in an NHL. And that's just that God, that's just yeah I can't it's, imagine, like, the pressure.
1: Yeah, it's definitely intimidating going into those some of those interviews, especially yeah. with how many people. Some teams take it a lot. Some teams literally have, like, a psychologist just, like, mm-hmm. sitting there with a computer. And some teams will, like, bring in, like, a woman, like, super, like, good-looking woman <laughs> and, like, see how you, like, you answer questions. Yeah with that and like how you interact with them. It's just like they play mind games with you and just to, yeah. So that was definitely uh an experience and
0: were yeah. you um when you got drafted were you like in the in the building that they were doing the whole draft and it was like yeah. the whole like yep, you know I you was, with your parents, you get the phone call from yep. the whoever.
1: Yep. Um Who my draft you do is actually online. Oh, let's look it up. Yeah. Not that I want you to look it up, but so people can look at it.
0: No, we're we're gonna watch this.
1: Can we watch it? That's fine, yeah. That's I mean I wasn't really expecting that, but we can watch it.
0: Riley Tufty. Oh. I just have Riley Tufty typed in and the <laughs> number one is salary. Then we have hockey D B. What does that even mean?
1: It's like all my stats and stuff. Ah. This it? So, yeah, that's it right there.
0: Let's see. It's so a Riley Tufty draft video on YouTube, folks.
1: Can't believe we're watching this right now.
0: <laughs> Why not? I don't know. How long is this? Five minutes. Okay, we got to skip ahead.
1: It's not that. It Just go right there.
0: Is that you walking up? Did you walk up to the stage? Yeah. Who are these guys?
1: It's the general manager, and that was the coach at the time. That was just, like, their whole, like, staff, basically. And did they they go up and, like,
0: announce the pick then?
1: It's the commissioner of the NHL right there.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, this is cool. Oh, this is cool. Was this in Buffalo, like New York? The like arena. the Sabers? Yeah. Are, wait, are they even a the team anymore? Yeah. Are they good?
1: Uh, I think they're on the rise.
0: Oh, oh man! <laughs> Chills. Look at you, you stud. Yep. In the suit, all jazzed up.
1: All jazzed up, baby.
0: Ranked 17th among North American skaters by NHL Central Scouting. That's awesome. Look how little you look. You look so young there. <laughs> and you still look young, but you look so young there. Wow, man, this is cool.
1: Who's my agents right there.
0: Blaine High School. They said Blaine High School. Boo!
1: Way better than Centennial.
0: Probably has been mentioned a lot more times than Centennial on the NHL draft. Have any Centennial guys been drafted?
1: Yeah. I mean, Tyler Pitlick was drafted. Oh, he was? Playing for the Philadelphia Flyers now.
0: Is he like actually fully in the league? Uh, yeah. Oh, sick.
1: Played a couple years in a minor. I was sitting there for a while. I mean, going through twenty-five picks.
0: So. Um. Ew, get those Blaine jerseys yeah, out of this maybe. shit. Yuck! They better who who is that? Who's the opposing team there?
1: Tatino Grace.
0: Yeah, fuck those guys.
1: <laughs> you
0: better not score on the on the Cougars in this video. I don't think. Or, you're, or we're cutting the podcast.
1: Look at my shirt, just untucked. What a untied. scrub. <laughs> was sitting there forever, so I couldn't.
0: Boo, quit talking about Blaine. Are you friends with Nick Bukestad? Yeah. Are your games similar? Because they probably compare the shit out of you guys, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Big, both big. Both number 27.
0: Yeah. I can fix that for you.
1: Take the headset off.
0: You look like such a such a baby there. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Sorry. This is cool to watch, man. Yeah. No, no, no. So what were you thinking right there? Were you standing there? You just like elated? Like, holy yeah. shit, I just got drafted. This is like my dreams are becoming a reality.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, man. Like. Were you? I knew it wasn't made yet, though. Just because you're drafted doesn't really mean anything. What are
0: they? The kids that were playing in the BC That means a lot more than not being drafted. Yeah. And you are in the first round, I mean, and it's a decent team. Like, did you – you obviously had, like, some sort of preference on where you went, but you were you, at the end of the day, are you happy with going to the Stars and being in their organization? Yeah, very happy. They're a
1: great team. I'd rather be with a great team than not a great – I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. A winning team. Yeah. So. And we
0: were talking – when we were watching their game the other day. We um, <coughs> were talking – when we were watching the game. A lot of guys that spent time in the AHL were kicking ass in that game. Yeah. And I was saying that that shows that they trust guys that come out of the AHL and they want that to be a funnel for their new talent coming in. For sure. And that's a really big commitment for just your own personal growth to be like, okay, this is a team that actually wants to have a funnel from there. Yep. You know, like, yeah, it's huge. You don't ever hear about the Yankees minor league baseball players because they don't ever use them yeah exactly but but it probably is that's it's that's a big deal
1: probably. yeah no yeah it's great i think yeah you hit it on the spot there i that's think awesome. that's what teams are looking for is um you know my their minor league team their players to come up and do well and i think that's yeah. what our guys have been doing so far so looking forward in the future to you know being brought up and, and doing well and hopefully sticking one day
0: yeah yeah definitely well we're all pulling for you. Um even though you're from Blaine, we everybody in the meanie side, everybody, all the friends here in Jackson, Tim certainly is, we're all pulling for you. Yeah. It uh I will make a commitment. When you make it to the National Hockey League, I will buy a Riley Tufty jersey. Nice. Whatever team that is cuz I don't I'm not a huge hockey fan, so I don't yeah. have like a team that I need to pray uh uh be a fan for Yeah um, So I'll buy a jersey For sure Unreal Number 27 Yeah Or 26 What do you know 27 27 Yep yeah. So I'll make that commitment Yeah I'll text you When you, when I see the news Can I do, Is there like an app Where I could get like NHL news And just say like Give me alerts For just Riley Tufty.
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's an, I mean they're probably You could probably do that But I don't I mean like the NHL network app Does basically everything So
0: Well I don't care about Everything else <laughs> I only yeah. Care about one, okay, yeah. Your headsets—that's that's my bad. That headset is shitty. We need to get a new headset. Um, yeah. Well, any other any other topics we need to reinvigorate here?
1: I don't think so. No.
0: We talk about getting drafted. Talk about hockey. Talk about baby. Baby. Yep. Um, I that should be it. Yeah. Well, man. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast, everyone. Go check riley out on any social medias or um is there any way we could like watch your games when are you gonna start playing again
1: uh hopefully like january february so um, yeah i think there's covid willing i mean if i'm in the national league hockey league um there's obviously you can watch on tv and stuff but Mm -hmm. american league sometimes will have games on nhl network but Mm -hmm. i think you can like buy like the uh, my hockey tv or fast hockey app and you can watch it on there so
0: yeah yeah so definitely keep in touch with that um and yeah everyone just like you know follow his journey it's a really cool journey he definitely is deserving of everything that he gets he's a hard-working kid great kid and glad to have you on the show and glad to have you out here
1: yeah i appreciate that thank you so much
0: awesome thanks everyone have a good week